Hi, and welcome to the Movement and Mindfulness Podcast with me, Erica Webb of Erica Webb Yoga and Pilates. In this podcast, I, along with my guests, will explore what it means to move as an act of self-kindness and self-discovery. We'll look at the ways movement, mindset, and mindfulness support us to be and do the things we so desire in the world. I truly believe that movement has the ability to expand our capacity to show up for the things that are important to us. And I'm here to help you embrace the idea of movement as a powerful tool for wellness, rather than just another thing you think you should be doing. I'm thrilled you're here. Let's do this. Hey there, and welcome to episode 63 of the Movement and Mindfulness podcast. I'm Erica, and I'm thrilled to have you with me today, and I hope that you're doing great. So I have actually ummed and ahed a whole bunch about what I wanted to talk about today. And the thing that's popped into my head is to talk a little bit about time and what to do when, you know, either you feel like you don't have enough time to move the way that you want to feel, or you have kind of like realized that maybe time was never your problem. And what I mean by this is, you know, we're in a uh, world that has been living through a pandemic. And one of the things that I keep seeing on social media that makes me kind of laugh in a, in a sort of ironic sort of way is like a meme all about the fact that, you know, I always just used to say I just needed a week off to be able to have the time to finally clean out my wardrobe. And now turns out that wasn't the problem. And I think that for a lot of people, you know, a lot of us during um, this time of, of uncertainty, some of us have had more time. Some of us have probably experienced a feeling of having less time as well with homeschooling and doing all the things. But we've also sort of, I think, as a collective, recognised that a lot of the things that we sometimes say, I just don't have time for, you may have at some point over the last few months recognized that maybe time isn't actually the thing that was the problem. And when I say problem, I I say that very loosely because there is no problem. But if you are kind of suggesting that time is the thing that keeps getting in the way between you and the thing that you want to do, and then you're faced with the realization that actually maybe it wasn't a lack of time, maybe it was something else and time was the excuse, what do we do with that information? So, you know, as a, as a yoga teacher, as a movement teacher, this is something that people comment about a lot. How do you find the time? Or they'll make the, the point that, you know, they have the best intentions. They kind of set themselves up for success and yet can't seem to show up for themselves. And so I want to talk a little bit about that today because I think that this is one of those things that as humans, when we feel like we're a victim to it. It doesn't give us a lot of space to move. It doesn't give us a lot of trust in our own capacity to change that. And so I have a couple of tips for you. If you're finding that either you feel like you don't have enough time or you're realizing that maybe time wasn't the problem in the first place, but you're still not doing the thing. So my first tip is to drop the all or nothing mindset because it's not serving you. When we have this all or nothing mindset that My yoga practice has to look a certain way. It has to be an hour on the mat. The candles have to be lit. I have to have, you know, the lighting right and all of this stuff. When we set ourselves up to believe that to be true, then we are putting so many barriers in our way to getting it done. And yeah, you know, those things are amazing. Those things are lovely. And we can absolutely put that in our repertoire of of self-care and self-kindness practices. But what's actually kinder than waiting for that 
perfection and that all or nothing, you know, an hour or nothing, what's actually kinder is being responsive to your needs. And so, you know, at the moment, as I'm sitting here, I've been sitting at my desk for a little while and I'm starting to notice that my shoulders are feeling a bit tense. An all or nothing mindset would say to me, do I have time now to spend an hour doing a yoga practice? And the reality is no, I do not. I have a meeting coming up. I have this going on. I've got the kids, you know, all the stuff. So we just go, no, don't have time, move on. When we question that all or nothing mentality, though, we can recognize that, okay, I might not have time to do that like ideal practice, but what I have got time to do is to move in response to the way that I feel. I don't have to get changed. I don't have to light the candles. I don't have to do any of those things. I can move in response to the way that I feel using a movement snack. So a movement snack is just literally a small bite-sized bit of movement that is responsive to the way that you feel. It is not an hour-long yoga class, but I promise you it is going to yield you such significant results when you commit to responding to yourself in that way. So that's tip number one. Drop the all-or-nothing mentality and allow yourself to be responsive to the way that you feel. The second one is to get really clear on why it is you want to do that thing in the first place. So Naturally, I'm going to use the example of showing up for movement. You know, maybe you've got a yoga class that you either want to go to or sign up for or um, do virtually. What is the reason that you want to do that? And if any of the reasons have should in them, I want you to see if there's another reason that you could replace that with. So if your reason for wanting to, to show up and do that thing is because you should, Scratch that one off the list and try to find something that actually goes a little bit deeper into how is it going to make you feel? So oftentimes we kind of should all over ourselves saying, well, I should do that yoga class. I should log into my studio because I haven't done it for a while. I should go for that walk. And there is truly no better way to make yourself feel bad about yourself than to to tell yourself you should do something and know kind of deep down that you're still not going to do it. So my advice is always drop the shoulds and think about what is it that you believe you're going to get out of doing that practice. So for me, I I continue to show up for movement because I know that it's going to make me feel physically better in my body. It's going to allow me to, to focus my attention, give me some time in like a mindful space and allow me to feel the way that I want to feel in my body. That is a far more powerful and potent motivator than telling myself that I should just do it, right? So that's tip number two. Understand why you want to do that practice. Should is not enough. Should will not get you there, okay? So we have drop the all or nothing mentality. Uh, What did I just talk about then? (laughs) Drop the all or nothing mentality. Understand why you're showing up for yourself. And then the third piece is just like commit to yourself. And this is probably, and I say it like really flippantly, like that's easy. It's not easy. It's not always easy to commit to ourselves and to do the thing that we have set out to do. But what I will say is practicing that art of being in integrity with yourself is really valuable. And what that really means is that we're kind of like playing the line between that should feeling, because when we commit, we're kind of suggesting, we're kind of saying to ourselves, like, I'm committing to to doing this thing. And we have to be careful that in that process then of trying to stay committed, 
we don't just start shooting all over ourselves because then we get ourselves tangled up in a bit of a, in a bit of um, angst. So we commit and we and we recognize that the only thing that will make us show up for ourselves is us. And you know, time kind of you know it plays a role, but we we do make time for the things that are important to us. We do show up for the things that we have space for. And when we've done this coupled with those other two, so where we've dropped the all or nothing mentality and we're understanding why we're showing up for ourselves, this third one becomes a lot easier because it doesn't have to be complicated. Showing up for yourself might mean, you know, looking at your day and saying, did I move in response to my needs at some point today? Did I pause? Did I notice how I was? So setting yourself up for success by really not making it complicated, not having that all or nothing mentality can be really, really useful. So they're my three little tips for you today, especially if you're finding that you're either using time as a time as a kind of like an excuse or recognizing that time is no longer a valid excuse because of, you know, the way that you've experienced things in, in recent times. What I will say though, is this, we can obviously kind of giggle about that whole idea around time, you know, not being the problem when you get to the end of a few months of lockdown and realize that, yeah, no, you haven't actually cleaned out your wardrobe. But it is really worth also recognizing that as a collective, this is kind of like a really traumatic experience. And so it's not just, I'm not saying this with with flippancy. I'm not saying this with just like, you know, time isn't your issue, get on with it. It's not intended to be... Um, in that vein. But what I hope can come across in this is that when we, it's really about taking responsibility and responsibility, not in a way that makes you feel shame for the way that you have shown up for yourself in the past, but in a way that allows you to recognize that, you know, it feels good to show up for yourself. It feels good to be responsive to the the needs of your body. It feels good to offer yourself movement and movement that feels kind. And so, you know, we can, we can be sort of trapped in that. I have no time place, or I just can't seem to motivate myself. Or we can come from this approach of like making it simpler, allowing ourselves to just be responsive. And at the, at the very heart of it, continue to just choose kindness towards ourselves as often as possible. And I think that those ingredients, it doesn't mean that you're going to have like quote unquote success every single day of your life, but it does mean that you're working in a way that is far more sustainable than believing that things have to be perfect for you to show up for yourself, believing that it has to take a lot of time or believing that the, the kind of process of showing up is down to anything other than, you know, your commitment to yourself. And things will get in the way. You know, sometimes it's just a day and it's like, it's just not going to happen today. And that's okay. It's that same thing. One day we're not taking the all or nothing approach. But just because one day went sideways doesn't mean that everything goes sideways. We have this opportunity to go, you know, how can I, how can I just choose moment by moment the kindness that I am worthy of? I hope that lands. I hope that that makes sense. Come and find me, share me, share, share me, share your thoughts with me. I would love to hear them. I hope that the week ahead is a lovely one for you. I'll be back on Thursday with a special guest 
And until then, keep being kind to you. Thanks so much for joining me for this episode of the Movement and Mindfulness podcast. I hope you loved it. And if you did, maybe share it with a friend who would love it too. And I'd also be so grateful if you'd take the time to subscribe, rate and review the show. It makes such a difference to get that feedback. And if you're over on social media, why not come and find me? You'll find me at Erica Web Yoga on both Instagram and Facebook. And over on my website, you'll find access to some free resources, including free classes that will help you to move well, feel well, and most importantly, move with kindness. Over there, you'll also find more information about joining me inside the Mindful Movement Virtual Studio, which is my home of kind movement, yoga, Pilates, and somatics to help you move well, feel well, and all with kindness. Until next time, I hope you're having a great day. I'll talk to you again soon.